I act, behave, and speak the same way my customers do. I, I, I say what they think on behalf of them. And I think most, if you look, most of my colorful nature and antics is to drive change that benefits customers and benefits the industry. How's this for authenticity? T-Mobile USA CEO John Ledger has no qualms about dropping an F-bomb right in the middle of a press conference. He was taunting his rivals on Twitter long before that became the new standard in diplomacy. More important than all that, Ledger is growing the roles at the third largest U.S. wireless carrier at a dizzying clip. T-Mobile added 2.3 million subscribers in the first nine months of last year. AT&T and Verizon might be bigger, but T-Mobile is bold, scrappy, and changing the rules of the game. I'm John Fort. Welcome. For the latest episode of the Fort Knox podcast, I caught up with Ledger to talk about how he decided to be a different kind of CEO and why. We sat down backstage after the press conference I mentioned earlier. He still had on what's become his CEO uniform lately, a T-shirt in T-Mobile's signature magenta color and a leather jacket with the logo and magenta trim. It turns out there are a lot of different ways to do a big job. John Ledger, CEO of T-Mobile, you are, without question, the most colorful CEO that I'm covering right now. Um, what led you to just decide you don't care? You're just going to tell it like you see it. I mean, because yeah. convention is CEOs don't do that. You don't talk directly about the right. competition. You don't use salty language. But you just decided, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do me. Yeah. Isn't that kind of changing even in the highest political offices? In the, <laughs> uh, listen, I think the, the, the trick for me is I really believe that I act, behave, and speak the same way my customers do. I, I, I say what they think on behalf of them. And I think most, if you look, most of my colorful nature and antics is to drive change that benefits customers and benefits the industry. And, you know, it's no big conscious choice. Remember, your preface was you're one of the most colorful CEOs. And I would say a lot of that has to do with the fact that the mold was that CEOs should be bland. And, you know, I, I think so, it's somewhere in the middle. I am a little bit on the, con the colorful side, but most CEOs are just suits. Uh. <laughs> um, what is your take on uh, President-elect Trump's communication style? Um, we haven't had a president on Twitter like yeah, this yeah. before. He's got game, I, I tell you. See, I, it, some of this for me is um, he is ignoring norms that... I ignored as a CEO. When I first came in, I remember legal departments were like, you don't do. And he just keeps moving past don't do. The reach and the breadth of what he's able to do, um, I don't know where it goes, but he's got game and he used that communication skill to really you know, kind of get us a momentum that led to you know, him being elected. You're a marathon runner. Uh, get, you know, gained a few pounds, but yes, no, I, but I've run mean, 30 or so, yeah. But what else do you do to stay in the game? Uh, you know, outside of just running this company, yeah. outside of your communications, how do you uh, prepare yourself to operate just at Optimum? Yeah, see, for me, this has been four years, and there's a lot of thinking here for me, because for four years, I spend all of my time 
listening to customers, listening to employees. If I get a break, I've got two daughters that I spend my time with. But remember, I'm a walking billboard. So my day and every moment is branding and communicating with customers. I wouldn't have it any other way. I do work out as much as I can. I'm not in as good shape as you, but hey. I you think know, you're in better shape than I am. But yeah, uh. I, and I, you know, certainly with social media, uh, I learn so much about what's going on, and, and that's a full-time job for me. Uh, tell me about how John Ledger became John Ledger. You're from Massachusetts, right? Yeah, yeah. I was born in uh, Fitchburg, Massachusetts. Uh, you know, five brothers and sisters in my family with one bathroom, and my father, uh, <laughs> you know, my father who passed away in 2000, he, you know, this is a guy who, um, you know, whatever money he had was in his pocket and you know so yeah so very simple upbringing as an athlete became very competitive and just you know kind of sports driven so that kind of drove me to just think about teams in a much bigger way as what do you do want now. to be when you grow up I wanted to be I think when I was younger I wanted to be a foot doctor I have no idea why I remember the first thing is I wanted to be a foot doctor so I was a runner or something I thought that would be a great idea um, I think the, you know, I know when I was young, the last thing I wanted to be was an executive. Why? And I don't know. I, I mean, I used to be a long-haired guy with kind of a rawhide thing around my neck and the concept used of button down. Well, I made a full <laughs> circle. You know, and ultimately here in, in this uh, job, I was able to be who I am and it worked. You know, it, it, it's working because it's not about me. It's just about these people. Was there a moment, because every once in a while, for kicks, when I want to uh, just remind myself how people can change, Yeah. I, I go to YouTube and I look at videos of you giving congressional testimony. Uh, <laughs> what, yeah. what was the moment yeah. when you decided? I kind of wish we would have a little bit other than me telling uh, Congress that I don't do math in public. Um, <laughs> but you know, that was a, it was a, I, I think the, what I did as a leader back then, similar to now, is that, you know, kind of create strategy, align people, over communicate. You know, it's just different, different packages. Was there a moment when you just decided, I'm not doing the suit thing? Yeah, anymore. well, it, it, it was phases, right? Uh, my, I still get made fun of on my first day as the CEO. I, I had the kind of little hair and I had a kind of magenta, but like a button-down shirt on. And then sort of here, as we came to CES, when I snapped and talked <laughs> about the craziness, it, it, it worked. It, my people kind of appreciated it. And, and I think in the beginning, we had to get noticed. You know, we had to... And, um, I, you know, I wanted to be and speak like my customers. Hmm. And it worked. You know, who knew? Role models? Oh, uh, you. I mean, come on. Uh, who, Worthy role models? Who, who else? I have a lot of role models, uh, both in business and sports. Sport? You know, yeah. sports for me, uh, like if you take Mep Kofleski, who's, you know, in his 40s now and still, you know, an elite marathon. I, I really appreciate and understand a lot of the sport figures and what they do. And, uh, and of course you, John. I mean, it is. You're the man. Uh, what do you care about most cause-wise? I know you got two daughters, so that's going to be yeah. important to you as a dad. I got, I got two sons, so I know you're coming from there. But cause-wise? Yeah, uh, uh, politically or, let's see, cause-wise. Uh, what matters to you? Yeah, most of what I do, uh, if not all, 
um, goes, uh, you know, wealth-wise, goes into a foundation that I've created. It's called the Ledger Family Foundation. My, my number one charity so far is the Dana-Farber Cancer Institute, which I'm on the board of trustees of, and I'm on the scientific advisory board, and I've been doing quite a bit of work around advancing, you know, personalized medicine and profiling, et cetera. But then I've got a, you know, I've been working hard with my two daughters to create an, you know, a, a kind of a, a set of uh, ways to kind of spend the rest of what I make back. I'm big on the Humane Society. I do quite a bit. I, you know, I, I work with the Seattle Humane Society very, very heavily. So, all in all, nice. Um, I'm, I'm wondering what's next for you. You've got huh? Sounds. Yeah. <laughs> you, you've clearly, I mean, you can do this probably for as, for as long as you want, but when you look out 15, 20 years from now, what do you want to be, yeah. what else do you want to be focused on? Yeah, I think, you know, for me right now, John, I think one of the pieces that we don't get to talk about too much when we're on the stage is the most exciting part for me as a leader of T-Mobile, I've got the next 15 to 20 years of leadership already in place. I've got, you know, people running care and sales that are in their late 30s, bright-eyed, amazing leaders. So I've, I'm creating a group of people. And, and at some point, I want to be the one that turns a company over to people that have long-term longevity. Um, and then, you know, as we go through this, I, you know, I'd like to spend, uh, well, you'll never see me retire. It's just, you know, never going to happen. So, you know. I hope to be somebody like you that has his own podcast. That's what I want to do. Well, I mean, you could do that tomorrow. You got your own show, Slow <laughs> Cooker Sunday, <laughs> which is literally you on Sundays yep. cooking with a, with a slow cooker. Tell me you've watched it. Come on. I have not watched Damn. enough of it See? to honestly like tell you that I've watched it. I, you right. know. Come on, get in there. But yeah, I mean, because Sunday, I mean, you know, your, your kids are older. My kids are younger. I don't know. Is it, is it a kid-friendly show? Oh yeah, yeah. Now you know what it is. It's funny. Yeah, uh, I gotta ask because this. What I do, <laughs> it, again, it may sound crazy, I, and this is why I know so much of what I do as a CEO. The other guys aren't gonna do. So I use social media. I have hashtag Shopping Saturday. I use Instagram and I use Facebook when I go shopping on Saturday to buy the ingredients for Slow Cooker Sunday. I do Slow Cooker Sunday every week. If I'm in a hotel in Hawaii, I get and I do it and I, you, you know, no matter where I am, what I did in Hawaii is I went down to the local market and I bought one. Now I have them, you know, kind of wherever I am. But we've got a big following and I'm telling you, more and more, as you understand, people don't get social media, its reach, its impact, the possibilities, you know, and when you have three and a half moving towards four million Twitter followers and, you know, a big, it's a tool that you can use. You got to set it up, but if you choose to use it for, a, you know, broader capability of business, it's there. And I, I'm a big believer. I spend so much time doing social media, you'd be shocked. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, I follow you on yeah. social media, so I wouldn't be shocked. I know. Like, I know when Slow Cooker yeah. Sunday is happening, I have no excuse yep. for it except. But what you wouldn't okay. get is that, like, Dave Carey is holding the camera, and we're <laughs> shopping, and we're chopping things. It's, you know, it's not. It's typical. It's it's not CEO corporate suit. It really is us chopping and doing the whole thing. Oh, no, I don't like it. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've seen you on Periscope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, because you do yeah. more than just slow cook yeah. for Sunday. Yeah, run scope. And I and you'll actually tune in every once in yeah. a while. Always. To, yeah. yeah, you've slowed down a little bit on the. Well, you know, scope. I'm yeah. at Fort Knox. Yeah. It's live yeah. every week now, so I'm back. We got to have you on. Um, as well as the podcast, have you on the live show as well? I'm, I'm trying. Right. I'm trying to catch up to you. Yeah. Now. Do it. Um, I, don't, I don't have a slow cooker. Yeah. Because that's taken. In your youth, maybe though. You have youth. You know, vigor. I, I turned. I turned 40. You did. Last month. I have shoes so. older than you. And they pro <laughs> they're probably not the most attractive shoes yeah. that you own. Happy so. birthday. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, John. Thanks for joining me. Thank you, John. Great to see you. My thanks to T-Mobile CEO John Ledger. I'm John Fort from CNBC, and this has been Fort Knox, Rich Ideas and Powerful People. Subscribe on iTunes, Apple's podcast app, or wherever fine podcasts are distributed. If you really uh, enjoyed this, I'd appreciate you leaving a review. And check out Fort Knox Live on Facebook, Twitter, and Periscope, usually Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. There I tackle the biggest business and economic issues of the week with a little help from my friends at CNBC and from you. And next week, it's January, so you probably made a resolution or two, and there's a good chance one might have involved getting your money straight. I sat down with a woman who has lived and breathed money matters for most of her life, Carrie Schwab Pomerantz is board chair and president at the Charles Schwab Foundation and a senior vice president at Charles Schwab. She spends most of her time thinking about how to help people get on track financially. We talked growing up Schwab, raising money smart kids, and more. Subscribe to this podcast now so you don't miss it. Meanwhile, share this. Tell a friend. Drop me a note on Facebook, Twitter, or Fortnox.com. And as always, thank you for lending an ear.